Okay, good morning, gentlemen. <clears throat> uh, just a reminder again, reminder again that we changed the clocks here this coming Matzah Shabbos, so uh, keep that in mind. If you are learning from elsewhere, I think uh, that means that s- Saturday night for the people in America, the DAF will be at 9.20 their time Saturday night, which will be the equivalent of 5.20 here in the morning. We're learning again for Rafur Shlema for Tova Miriam Bastvara Mindel and uh, our good friend Eli Sales is at, in the emergency room as we speak. So learn for Rafur Shlema for him also, Eliezer Shraga Ben Sina Rachel, and especially for uh, my cousin Matisio Ben Sara, who's in critical condition with COVID 19. Uh, as they say, you know, Mordam Umun Sham in a hospital in the New York area. All right, today's daf is daf Ayin Bays in Erevin. Continuing our discussion about <coughs> the rules of Erevin, we're going to start off with a one, the, only one illustration today, but we're starting off with that. It's number 238 on page 80 in the books, number 238. And we'll just take a look at it even before we start the mission. That's what the mission is going to deal with. You have a big <coughs> building, and the building is divided up into five different compartments. <coughs> So each group is in another compartment, but they all have access to the chatzer. And you see the chatzer, of course, which is indicated by the surrounding wall around the green grass. There are other homes. You see there's like two shows, two private homes also in the chatzer. So the question is, is the building with the five different compartments, five different groups of people living there, is that considered like one and they could all join in one, uh, one person makes an error for all of them to join with the other two private homes, or they all can treat it individually. That's the question that we're going to be discussing now. So bearing that illustration in mind, let's start the There were five different groups that spent Shabbos in one large building. You have to make an error for each and every one. In other words, if these people want to, if these five groups want to carry from one house to another, or for, let's say, let's call it compartments for the for simplicity, if they want to um, uh, carry from one um, compartment into another, or if they want to carry in the chutzer, in other words, to carry in the chutzer because there's two other private homes who live there, so they each have to make an error of according to Beishamim. They each have to contribute. So you'd have in the in the diagram that we have here, you'd have seven. Mishtat Fim into the Arab, the two private homes and the five different compartments. So Beshamay says Arab the Kochaburi. Ken, yes. What would be the difference between that and an apartment building? None. Right. None. Exactly. Except except that's the question that we're gonna see. Basil disagrees. Basil says Arab Echadakulan that all five different compartments, the groups in the five compartments <coughs> are considered like one home. Considered like one home. In other words, if you have different people now, again, we'll we'll talk about the apartments, but yeah, if you have five different apartments in one building, in a big building, they're all separate and they want to carry together, let's say, in the common area, in the pros door, in the hallway, they'd have to make it every. They're separate because those are clearly separate apartments. Here, the issue is, these are five compartments in one building. So what constitutes a separate dwelling, let's say. <clears throat> so Basil Beishamai says simply, they're all separate, so you need seven. Basil says, no, they're all one group. 
and therefore you'd only need three, the two private homes, and they're all considered one. However, we don't yet know what are the details of this apartment. In the example you gave in a five apartments, uh, in an apartment house, obviously they're all separate dwellings, right? They're totally separate, they're locked, they're walled off, etc. Here, that's going to be our discussion of the Gemara. What is the Machlokas Beshamil? What are the circumstances of this Machlokas? Many different opinions. We'll see this in the Gemara. Umodim Begagrib is Manchim Mkhtasan Shrim Bachadar Mavaliya. So let's say some of these groups are in private rooms, exactly like a private apartment or or an upper story where it's totally separate rooms, even that they're all separate, like in an apartment house. <coughs> the machlokas is only in the illustration that we have here in 238. Now, what are the details of that machlokas? What are we talking about? Amrav Nachman, machlokas from Masifas. The machlokas is when the five compartments are separated by a low-lying Low-lying pegs. It's not really a wall there at all. Masipas. Masipas is uh, right. It's like a, it's a, like low, like sticks in the ground. It's not really a wall there. But if you had a partition of ten fachamai, which is like a, you know, you're talking about a wall of some sort of partition, at least ten fachamai. Even moda that. So this is very. So this sheet of Rav Nachman is very machmer. He says the argument in our Mishnah that Basil says it's all one, it's only where you, it's sort of like you see that in the diagram. There's a, there's a low-lying wall between each of the five compartments. He says it's only if it's a very low-lying, like it's almost like pegs in the ground. There Basil says it's all one, and Beis Shammai still Machmer says, no, it's five different apartments. But if, it's, if you have a little Mechitza, ten Fachmai, maybe that's the, the brown, those brown uh, partitions in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the illustration. Everybody says, Everybody has to bake an every. In other words, they're five separate apartments. Some say, another sheet in Rav Nachman. The Machlokas is no. In other words, the Machlokas is whether you have a larger wall, like 10 Fachim high, or, or even, even if you have a low line, like just pegs, still Beishamai says those are considered separate apartments. So, two different sheets in Rav Nachman, in how to learn the Machlokas. Again, the Mishnah said, if they were separate apartments, totally separate rooms or separate, uh, you know, upper chambers, but they all had access to the chatzair. Obviously, we're talking about they all have access to the chatzair, so they have to partake in the air for the chatzair and to go between them, according to Beishamai. But what's the machlokas? Uh, the first opinion of Nachman is, now, Beishel only says it's one if there's this low-lying pegs, but if you have any decent partition at all, ten fachamai, not, not very big, like a yard or so, that al- that already is uh, is uh, is separate. That even Beisol's moda. The second opinion of Nachman is no. That the machlokas is either way. Whether he had a little partition there or he had just like pegs in the ground. Still, Beishamai says that it's considered separate. Beisol says it's not. Pligibar of Chiv Rav Shimbar Rabbi. Now we have another machlokas between Titan in in what's the machlokas on the mission? Harav machlokas mechitzas amigias latikra. Excuse me. One says that the machlokas over here in our mission between Basham Basil is only by partitions that reach the ceiling. High partitions. Even over there, Bas Hillel says it's all considered one. It's all considered one. They're not totally separate rooms. It reaches the ceiling, but it's still one building. This this shita is the most makel. The Basil says it's still considered one. They don't all have to partake separately in the Arab. All considered one. 
even if it reaches the ceiling. But if the walls don't reach the ceiling, even Beishamai says that it's considered one, that you only need one air for the whole thing. So this shita, this third explanation of the Mishnah, says the machlokis is only when it reaches the ceiling. But if it doesn't reach the ceiling, even if you have a high partition, but it doesn't reach the ceiling, even Beis Shammai is moda, that it's, a one, it's considered all like one big area. And another shita between this, between Rebchi and Rebshim Barabi is, machlokis is, but you have a good partition, but it doesn't quite reach the ceiling. There, Beis Hillel says that uh, it's all considered one. If it reaches the ceiling, Everybody agrees that you need a chabur for each, that each chabur, each group over here, each uh, family or group, whoever's there, needs a separate one. So we have four, apparently four different ways to learn the Mishnah. Now I think more is going to ask Akasha on them. Meisvei. I'm Rabbi Yudah Saba. This Rabbi Yudah was a, uh, a great logician or whatever you want to call him, a very bright man. I'll say he was very sharp, like a svara. He was able, a, re, a great reasoner. This Rebuter of Savar says, and apparently he was a Tana, because we're going to ask Akasha on these other later rabbis from this Tana. He says like this, Everybody agrees if they reach the ceiling, each group is a separate. If, if they reach the ceiling, no problem, right? Not that the machlok, in other words, this is really what the last shita was. Machlok is machitz shenim gizdika, machitz is ligatikra. Debi akol tzrichin gizdika. So here he says, no. I'm sorry. The machlok is where lo nachim b'shem yisrael ya machitz migiz latikra shet tzrichin evakol chavah. Everybody agrees if the walls reach the ceiling. Everybody agrees that they're separate apartments. That's the very last sheet that we had at the bottom of a manala. Alman nechluku. What's the machlok? The machitz is shenim gizdika latikra. Machitz is that don't reach. The ceiling, the partitions are missing. Shabbat Shami Om Eir Bekochah Baruch Bura. Beisol says Eir Lachalakulon. Beisol says as long as it reaches, uh, as Beis Shami says, even if it doesn't reach the ceiling, it's considered. Seven Beisol says no, uh, it's considered all one if it doesn't reach the ceiling. Now, Lamando Mechitzes Amigias Latikra Machlokas. The one who said what? The third shita that we said six lines from the bottom of an aleph. Mechitzes Amigias Latikra. That's the Machlokas. So this is a kasha because here he says that the machlokis is on tikra. The one who said again machlokis, right? That there's machlokis tikra. Here he says no. He says there's no machlokis. Ravuda Saber says there's no machlokis if they reach the ceiling. Everybody says that's separate. Even Beisol says the machlokis is when they don't reach the ceiling. So the one who said that the machlokis is when when they reach the ceiling, meaning. That's the, that even there, Beis Hill says that it's considered one. That's the third sheet, if you count them as four, two different sheets in Rav Nachman, and then the Machloks Rav Chi and Rav Shem Berebi, the third sheet was, Machloks Mechitzim Gesla Tikra. That's the most makel, because he says, if it doesn't reach the ceiling, even Beis Shammai's motor, that it's all one. That it's all one. But this is, that's a kasha on that sheet from from Rabbi Yudav Sav. Rabbi Yudav Sav says the machlokis is when it doesn't reach the tikra, reaches the tikra, even, even, um, even Beisham, even Beishilu's moda, that they're all considered separate. So, again, Lamanda Omar Mechitzah Megiyas Latikra Machlokas, that's the third sheet of Tiyuf, that's Akasha. Lamanda Mechitzah Shein Megiyas Latikra Machlokas, Siata, that's a proof. The, 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 the the last shita that we said, the, the bottom shita on Amar Aleph, we said, Machlokas, Mechitzah, Shein, Megiyas, Latikra, 
That's exactly what Rabbi Yudah Basavar says. So, it's a proof to him. The very first sheet of the way we explain the Mishnah. And Rav Nachman, the what? The Machlokas is only by a low-lying pegs. Only there is Beis Hillel Mekel and says it's all considered one. That's Akasha. Because he says, it says, the first sheet, right after the Mishnah, what do we say? Machlokas by by, with pegs. But if any Machitza, even Machitza of 10 Fachim high, there, everybody agrees, even Beis Hill agrees, that they're all considered separate apartments. That's also Akasha. Because here Rebuta Saber says uh, that uh, only if it reaches the ceiling is there no Machlokas. But if it doesn't reach the ceiling, meaning even if it's 10 Fachim high, that's the Machlokas. Well, that's not what Rav Nachman said. Rav Nachman said only if it's pegs, there's Beis Hill But if it's 10 Fachim high, Beis Hill is more to Beis Shammah, that they're separate apartments. So it's also Akasha. What about the second sheet that we said, the second sheet in Rav Nachman? The second way to learn Nachman was that he learns Machlokas even by Masipa. So what does that mean? Even by pegs. So what does it mean? Even by pegs and also by large walls or not? Is that a kasha? Again, Rav Yudah Sarva says Machlokas is only when they don't, when the, when the walls don't reach the ceiling. If they reach the ceiling, then everybody says those are separate apartments. Okay, they don't reach the ceiling, but what? What about the Masipas? What would you say over there? Is that a cash on him? And Rashi here in the in the top line says uh, not no el, the, the third line rather the Basra the comer the Masipa the third line in Rashi Elishna Basra the comer Masipas nami aser b'shamay b'shamay says also even by pegs. Does that mean by Mesipas he's Moda? That would be a Kasha on the second sheet of Nachman, because the section of Nachman says Machlokas is even by Mesipas. Is that a Kasha on this second sheet of Nachman? Machlokas is by a wall or by pegs. In other words, anything, by Shammai says, any partition at all. Doesn't have to reach the ceiling. Reaching the ceiling, yeah. If it reaches the ceiling, then base hills moda. But any partition, at all whether it's low lying pegs or a partition of ten fachim high, Beishamai says over there that's a separate thing. So, so Rav Nachman can tell you he's not doesn't have a problem with Rebuta Saver. He could say Rav Nachman pligim mechitza v'odim mechitzas. V'hayda k'mitli mechitza. So why does Rebuta Saver say mechitza? Why does he say the machloke? Everybody agrees if the if it reaches the ceiling that it's a separate apartment. But the machlokas is when it doesn't reach the ceiling. So why don't you tell me more? If the machlokas is when it doesn't reach the ceiling, Beisilu's Mako and Beishamay's Machmer, and Beishamay says even by pegs, so tell me, tell me Beishamay's Machmer by pegs also. So why, why, do you, why do you tell me the machlokas? Why does Rabbi Lassar say by a machitza that doesn't reach the ceiling, Beishamay's Machmer? Say he's Machmer even by Mesipas, even by pegs, if he indeed is Machmer that way. We want to tell the Chesh of that Basil says what? That even if it's a large wall but it doesn't reach the ceiling, it's considered one area. All five groups are in one area. So Masipas tell me Machlokes by Masipas. Why does Rabbi Saver say by Masipas? Even by a low lying wall, the Bashama is Machmer there. The answer is Kochdeter Odif. It's always easy to be Machmer. The Chiddush is that you want to be go like the Mako. In other words, we want to be we show the Kula that even why does Rabbi Saver say that uh, we're talking about a wall that doesn't reach the ceiling. That's the machlokas. They tell me that even even if it's a large wall, a tall wall, but it doesn't reach the ceiling, Beis Hill is mako, and Beis Shammai could be machmer even by a masipas. We're not sure about that. So, but but apparently the fact that we asked the kasha shows that the Rebbe Yudah must have been a tana, right? That um, 
because here we see Rebbe Chia and Rebbe Shimon Berebi, presumably, uh, it's not Rav Chia, presumably these were Tanam also, maybe they were later Tanam, and therefore we had a kasha them from Yudha Savar, who was an earlier Tanam. In what sense that the the machitzas where the machlokis is by partitions that don't reach the ceiling, but if they reach the ceiling, everybody's monta. So that's the key over here. So now we're saying again in in number two in uh, illustration two thirty eight, uh, the machlokis is je- just like it's shown there, where those partitions don't reach the ceiling. If they were to reach the ceiling, even basically would be motive that those are separate compartments. They don't have to make their own. Uh, their own Arab. Um, they all have to contribute their own share to the Arab. Amnach Masnis and Namideki see our Mishnah also. Why? Diktani, our Mishnah says, Modem is Manchim, Ksas and Shri, Machadar, and Valios. Their Moda, everybody's Moda, if some of the groups were in private rooms or upper chambers, again with access to the Chatzar, but they were private, Shetzrich and Arab, that you need an Arab, Cholchal, Borach, Borach. My Chadar Mas, what do we mean by rooms or upper changes? It was constructed as separate apartments, like an apartment building, like Avram said. Pshita, obviously they all have to contribute. Pardon? So you have an apartment with separate rooms. Yeah. So each, according to Beit Shammah, each room has to make an an Arab. Hotel. You know, they're, or bungalows or whatever, or Tzimmerim, uh, uh, you know. They're five separate groups. If they're all eating together, if it's one family, and they're eating together in one dining hall, then it's all one anyway. You know, we'll, t- we'll talk about that in a, in a few minutes, you understand? But what we're talking about over here is, even Basila says, if it reaches the ceiling, according to if it reaches the ceiling, those are separate rooms. They're all separate. So he says, how do we know that it seems that way? Because the Mishnah says, if they're in really separate, like apartments or upper chambers, then, uh, then everybody's motive that they are considered separate. So what do you mean? Separate rooms, apartments? That's obvious. Those are separate apartments. There's different families live in different apartments that often contribute. Elav ke'en chadorim. We don't mean literally rooms or upper chambers. It just means that it's not separate, really. Weren't, they weren't constructed originally as separate rooms, but the mar- partition now reaches up to the ceiling. So that's what we mean. And, the, and there we say that even Basil's motor, that they're considered like separate, uh, they all have to contribute at their own. So, uh, In other words, we're not talking about a building that was constructed that way originally with separate apartments or separate rooms. We're talking about it was originally one room, one big area, one big hall, and they made partitions. If a partition went up to the ceiling, then Basil's motor that each have to make their own Arab. Again, assuming that these were all separate groups. They're eating separately, they're sleeping separately. We'll get to that in the next Mishnah. Tana. Now, so until now we've learned that although there's at least three ways, maybe four ways to learn, or four ways for sure, maybe the question is there's five ways, but let's say four ways to learn the Machlokas in the Mishnah, but the Machlokas in the Mishnah is, what, are, what is the nature of the partitions? In other words, Beis says, almost like any partition makes it separate. Beis says, no, it's got to be a real strong partition, but the Machlokas is about the partitions. Now we're going to say, no, 
we're going to say that's not the machlokus at all. Tana, what's the machlokus? When they take the air somewhere else, what does that mean? What does that mean? That these people contribute to one Erev, right? They, they, they make an Erev among themselves, and then they take the Erev to, they take that Erev to someplace else to partake, well, let's say, with another Chatzar or another group. So that's the Machlokis. In other words, the Machlokis B'Sham is, what do you need? Are they considered one group when it comes to contributing with other people, or are they considered separate groups? In other words, not like we learned, in our mission we learned that Basil said, the Pashup Shad is, this, uh, these low partitions don't count for anything. It's all considered one group. And in the middle of the, of the big building themselves, they can carry from one to another without an Erev. And the only issue is, is that if they want to make an Erev with the other two private homes, they have to contribute to that. Now he's saying, now we're, the way we're saying now is no, that uh, if the other people, Rashi says, Medvor Mamurim, that where does Beshame Asur? Only when they take the Erev, if they're taking the Erev to another place. But if the other people came into them, no, everybody agrees it's one. Tana, look at the Gemara. In other words, if they want to contribute, we're not talking about, let's say the only people, the other people didn't want to, all the people in the building don't want to partake in the chutz, so they don't want to go on the green area at all. Then everybody agrees it's one big building. We're not discussing uh, partitions at all. Five different groups in a big building, and they have partitions between them. They can carry all they want in the building itself. The only shaila is if they want to make a uh, if they want to take an Arab and, and put the Arab, How do they make an Arab with the other two dwellers in the chutzner by by taking food and putting it in one of their homes? If they're making it in the home, let's say in the right building or in the left building, there's the issue. Let's say the other two private homes wanted to make an Arab. It's okay, fine. We'll put the Arab in your building. Then everybody agrees. In other words, in our Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't say, um, uh, the Mishnah doesn't really talk about partitions, right? You look at it carefully, the Mishnah says five groups that all kept made Shabbos in one big uh, building, right? Beshami says, each one of them has to contribute. Beisol says, no, one error for the whole group. You know what he learns over here? He's saying now, the whole machlokus is when they want to put their Erev in one of the other two buildings there, one of the two private homes. There's a machlokus. Bishamay says, everybody has to contribute. Bishol says, no, they don't have to contribute. But if, let's say, one of the, the two people in the private homes want to put the Erev in their big building, everybody agrees you only need one. And we're not talking about partitions at all. That's the machlokus at all. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi, about um, 10 lines down from the top of the page. They brought their bread, let Traklin, to their big building. Divriyakol. The whole machlokas here between B'shamay Sel is, are you taking the, 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 your contribution of the air, are you taking it outside the big hall to one of the other buildings, to one of the other buildings in the Chatzair, or are they bringing it to you? So you're not arguing about mechitzas. Even because also the one big building makes them all one group. They don't make an air. Everybody agrees that within the big building, you can carry all you want. 
As if they made an Arab. In other words, since they're in one big building, it's like it's like they made an Arab. If they want to make a uh, uh, if they if they want to make an Arab in their chutz and they want to take it now and join with another chutzer, or in this case with the two other houses in their chutzer, if they take the Arab to the other people, Bishami says no, one guy can't take from them. They each have to contribute. In other words, even if you had a situation, let's say a different case, you had five people in one chutzer and they made an Arab among themselves. Fine. Now they said, you know what? But we also want to take go to the other chutzer. We want, to, we want to combine our chutz, make an Arab, like we said the other day, between our chutz and another chutz. Do each of the five people in this chutz have to contribute to the food of another chutz? Or can one person now take food on behalf of everybody to the other one? Beshamay, according to this, says each of the five has to contribute. So that's what he's saying here. One guy cannot take from pass. But if the Erev came to one of them, then Kul and Shavu, they're all the same. Everybody agrees that this big hall is considered one. It's like a case where five people already made a Erev together in a Chatzar. If they're separate, if, if they're like separate groups and they didn't make an Erev, so what does it help if an Erev came to them? They still have to, all have to contribute. So back in the Gemara, Tana Bamedvar Mamorim, which only comes from the Makam Achram. Avlomayevim Boy, it's time for the Erev came to them. Devriakol, Erev Achalakula. And everybody agrees it's one of them. And so the Machlokas is, what's the Machlokas Basham Basilo? Not within the wall, within the big building. The Machlokas is, if they want to take their, if they want to combine an Erev with the other two people in the Chatzar, and they put the Erev in one of the other homes there, do they all have to contribute? Or is it enough for one? But if everybody came to there, if they put, if the other two people in the chutzur put their air in the big building, everybody agrees you don't, that they don't have to all contribute. Kaman also, so if that's the case, who does the following go? Like the Tanya, Chamishi should go with the Arab, and three, five people get, uh, collected their Arab, right? In one chutzur. Now they'll say they want to join with another chutzur, Arab, Echel, Kulan. All you need is one. One guy can bring on behalf of the other ones. Come on, that goes like Beisul. Because we're saying now that the Machlokas Beisul and Beishamai is what? If you have five people in one chutzar, or in this case, five groups in one building where they don't even need an Arab between, among themselves, but when they want to contribute to another group, either two other people in that chutzar or in another chutzar entirely, can one do it on behalf of the others? Beisul says yes, Beishamai says no. They each have to contribute. But if it came to them, then they don't have to. The economy, some say... The Medvorm the other way around. The Machlokas is if the Erev came to them, that Beishami says over there, they all have to contribute, and Beisol says they don't. Everybody agrees, even Beisol agrees, that if you take the Erev to someplace else, that they all have to contribute. So if that's the case, the following Bryce goes, Who is the Tana who holds? that if five people collected an Erev together, they're like one group, they either in one Chatzar, or like here in this one house, and they took it to another group, to another Chatzar, that one guy could take on behalf of all of them, command al doesn't go like Beis Hal, or like Beis Because according to this Ikadamri, we're saying that the whole Machlokas is if the Erev came to them. If they, somebody came to them, Beis says, no, they still each have to contribute. As if they were five different apartments. Again, within the building itself, everybody agrees Nobody has to, con- that, 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 they, that they don't have to make an Erev at all. But if other people want to make an Erev together with them, Beishamai here says, no, even, even if it came to them, they each have to contribute. Whereas Beishil says, no, 
uh, if it came to them, they don't have to contribute. Only if they only if they take took and put the put their erev in another house do they all have to contribute. But then this brisa that says that if you take it to another house, only one only one person has to contribute on behalf of all of them wouldn't go like Bishami or like Beisol. So there are many different ways to learn the Mishnah. Is the Mishnah talking about chatze, uh, partitions, or is there's no machlokas about the partitions? Everybody agrees that in the building itself, it's one building. It wasn't built as separate apartment uh, apartments in a, in a big house. It was one, it's one building. Everybody agrees you can carry all you want within the building itself. The machlokas is only if you want to contribute and make a um, make an air with others, like the other two people in that dwelling, or with another chatze somewhere. How do they have to contribute? According to the first sheet, it was that they that uh, says that um, uh, right. Be- says that if you take it somewhere else, they each have to contribute. But if it comes to them, they don't have to. And and Beisil says that even if you take it to some other place, one can do it on behalf of all of them. And the other way is to learn no. Beishamai says you, they all have to contribute whether it came to them or they took it elsewhere. Whereas Beisil says uh, if it came to them, they don't all have to contribute. Only if they took it elsewhere do they have to contribute. The next case, so this leads, leads, leads us into what Moshe brought up before. <clears throat> We're going to have a discussion in this next, the next, Ahmed uh, is going to discuss what makes a family. Now, obviously, if I have a house and I have a whole family and I got, you know, everybody's living in my house, I got different rooms, we don't all have to contribute to be, we don't have to make an air of among ourselves, it's one family, one Rishus, right? What consensus a family that they're sleeping together in the building, they're eating together. What kind, what what are the rules? So let's say there were different brothers. Let's say a father it was a wealthy man, and he he uh, got houses for not only for himself but all his uh, sons who got married. He made houses for them all in the same chutzir. Take my advice; it's not a good idea. But let's see. You know, <laughs> everybody will start fighting soon. But. Uh, but let's say they did that. A lot of people think that their family is different. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, Achen Shehoyu, Ochlen Al Shulchan right? Brothers, they were all eating in their father's house. So, the assumption here is that they were eating in the father's house. In other words, they were still eating by the father. You know, as he, he bought them all apartments, he put them to work, and they were still eating with him. So, but they all slept in their own houses, obviously. They're married, and all, all in the same chutz. It's they each have they each have to make contribute to their their own one chutz. So they each have to the assumption over here is is because they slept separately. So they each have to be in their own era. That's what we're assuming now. Lefichach, therefore, Let's say one of them forgot to make an era, forgot to contribute below here. The only way the others can carry is right from their houses into the chutz. Is he has to he has to renounce his uh, his. Um, um, you know, his share in the, uh, in the Chatzar for that Shabbos. He has to renounce his ownership rights in the Chatzar. That's the way it's going to work. This is only if they want to take the Arab somewhere else. Now, this is now we're qualifying this again, meaning that they want to, they want to share with somebody else. Either go to another Chatzar, then they each have to contribute. But if Arab came to them, Again, it's people from another chutzah, let's say, wanted to join with them. There's nobody else in the chutzah except for the family. And in Srikh So this is qualifying it somewhat, but it's not clear because Manavshach, if they're considered separate, they should be separate. And if they're considered the same, like when people bring an air to them, but there's nobody else there, and nobody else is else in the chutzah, why, why, why shouldn't they have to make it? If they're sleeping separately, 
why shouldn't they have to make an Arab? You say at the beginning, therefore, if one forgot, they have to make an Arab. That's only if they want to join with somebody else. But if they're coming to them or there's nobody else, no other people outside of that family in the Chatzar, they don't have to make an Arab. So what's the case over? What's going on? So first the Gemara says, Shema Mino, Malkam Mino, It sounds over here. We're going to have a Machlokas about that. And Rav says that what counts is the place where you eat. Not Malkam, because it says, Ha'achin Shayochon Shuchamem, they ate by their father, right? By. They ate at their father. Can't stand that. By is Yiddish, right? We hate, they ate at their father's house. So he says over here, they still have to make an Arab. That sounds like well, the key is what makes the separation, what makes them each have a chiv to partake in the Arab where they slept and they slept separately. That's what it sounds like. What causes, the, what causes you to have a responsibility to make your own Arab is the place of sleeping. That goes against Rav, as Rav is going to say soon. Rav is going to say when Keats is the key is the place where you eat. Amrav Yudam Rav, no. We're speaking over here where they all got allowances. The father's still supporting them, right? In other words, when he says over here, doesn't mean literally that they ate at father's house. They all slept in their own house and they had it for breakfast, lunch, and supper. They had to come over for mom's cooking. No, that wasn't the case. He just means that they're not independent yet. The father's still supporting them. They're still in medical school and in law school, etc., forever and ever. They're doing post doctorates, and uh, the father's still supporting him. <laughs> huh? What? They're, They're in Kolel, right? They're in Kolel, right? So, so, so the father's still supporting him. Oh, so that's different. So, if the father's still supporting him, then you could say that it's it's not it's not the the reason that re- reason over here. We say is what. Is is uh, you said you first said they each have to make an air, even though apparently they're eating in the father's house. If they're eating in the father's house, literally, they're eating in his house. No, then they wouldn't have to make their own air. That's what we're saying now. But the key is, is that the father's still supporting them, and since the father's still supporting them, so he's effectively paying for their food. Then, uh, even though he's 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 as in, if they're eating in the father's house, then it would be one air. But they're not really eating in the father's house. They're eating at home. So why do you say Because the father's still supporting them, but they're really eating in their own home. So you could argue and say that's why they each have to make an air because they're eating in their own home and they're sleeping in their own home. Let's say I have a gatehouse. It's like a small like a butka or a portico, right? A roof with no uh, no real walls, or a or a porch. In your chutzer, that doesn't prohibit. In other words, the fact that I own some ownership rights, but it's not a place of dwelling. You can't sleep in it. You can't. You know. You don't. You don't normally dwell. You could take a nap, but you don't normally dwell in a base shar or peset. Then that doesn't prohibit the fact that I own it. Doesn't mean that I prohibit you from caring there. If if you, let's say the only the only people who own ownerships in the in that chutzer are you who have a house and I have a merpeset. I don't forbid you from caring. But base a tevin, let's say a storehouse where you kept straw, base a bucker or a barn, base a eitzim where you store wood, or base a otis where you store any anything, harezer oser love. Then, because that's a place you could sleep there, you could actually sleep there. So it's it's you know it's properly enclosed, and and you, you could you could use that as a temporary house. So that does prohibit uh, you from carrying there. Abudomer, ain't oser lemakom dira bilvad. Only a regular house, regular house where people sleep, not a shed or or a storehouse. Amra biuda. There was a story of Ben Nafli that was either his name or he says Ben Nasi, whatever, somebody there, or maybe it was a smith of some sort, <coughs> he had five chatseris. The only thing is, Asr is a base dira. Now, base dira, 
Sounds like more based there. Sounds because based there sounds like any place where you could take a nap. Also, you could sleep there. It's not El Aima Mukum Dira. What and there's a Mukum The only thing it forbids is a place. Rabbi Yudah says there was, that uh, he had five chaseris in this place, and the Chum says no, that doesn't answer because it has to be a Mukum Dira, meaning a place that's regularly fit for living. Like Rabbi Yudah said, Eino Osel a Mukum Dira, a place that's normally apartment, which would mean which would exclude also base bucker, base eights, and base oats. all those things would be good. That's not a place. That's not the place that normally people would live. My Mokum Dira, what establishes the Mokum Dira? So Rav Omar Mokum Pita, the place where you eat. The place where you eat. People don't usually eat in the barn or in the storehouse, right? And Shmuel says Mokum Lina, where you sleep. So this is the Machlokas that we mentioned before. We said over here from our mission that we said it sounds like they eat in the father's house, but they're sleeping alone. Therefore, they each have to make contribute to the air separately, right? So we said, what do you mean? That key is that, uh, that, that the key is where you sleep? There's no. They eat at home also. Rav could be correct. Why? Because we have Machlokas, Rav, and Shmuel, and this is a question of Isser, making the Arab. Usually Machlokas, Rav, and Shmuel, we pass like Shmuel when it comes to uh, money matters. When it comes to Isser, we paskin like Rav. So basically, we paskin like Rav, that what establishes the home is where you eat, right? So again, that's the idea, that if they're all eating together, one family, of course, you don't have to have, in one family, they don't have to make an Arab among themselves, so, so if they were to eat in one family, according to Rav, we pass in that way, if they would eat all in one house, even if they slept in separate houses, but they all eat in one mess hall or one dining room together, then they wouldn't have to make an Arab among, they wouldn't have to make an Arab, a separate Arab. One Arab for the whole family would, would be sufficient. But if, uh, but over here in this case, it's speaking about where they did eat in their own homes, and therefore they each have to make an Arab. However, however, if what, we, we said in the Mishnah that if, uh, that's only if they, they have to contribute if they take it separately. Rashi says, look at the mission. Look at Rashi in the mission, the sixth line in the Mishnah. If there are other people, they're not. They don't have the whole chutzer to themselves. There's different homes there. Meaning, there's a family there. The father has a house, and the sons have, a, have their own houses. And there are other people who live there. So if they want to make the, if they take the erev in somebody else's chutzer, then they each have to contribute. The whole school erev, since they have to make erev, Amina Bigamara, Migu, the Shar, Dior, and Asri, you know, the Shar, the Shar, Asri, Inunami Asri. Since other, uh, other dwellers asser upon them if you didn't make an air, so they also asser on others. They all have to contribute bread. Belina, since they they say separately, since they have separate homes for uh, for sleeping and they receive an allowance. Okay, so uh, so, but they're meaning they eat at home with an allowance, with a they're supported by the father. So they all have to contribute. They don't actually literally eat in the father's house. Again, if they literally ate in the father's house, they wouldn't have to make it. Rashi goes on Let's say the whole every the other people all contributed and they put the food in the father's house. In other words, the father doesn't have to actually make an error because we saw, we mentioned this before, Rashi quotes the word back in the Tessabesh, everybody has to come, let's say there's five people, generally five uh, individual people, they all live in the Chatzar, and they contribute one Erev, everybody contributes, and they put the Erev in, in, in Ruvain, the first guy's house. He doesn't have to contribute because he anyway has food in the house. He doesn't have to put special food into the Erev. And they all eat there too. They, since they all 
they're all supported by him. So here's like, it's a little bit of a dichotomy because we're saying on the one hand, they have to make an Erev if they're contributing to the Erev and then putting the Erev in somebody else's house. But if they're put in their father's house, since they're all supported by him, to some degree, it's like one family, then they don't have to contribute. Right? Then they're like, it's all like one big group. They're like one yachid, and they don't have to contribute to the air. All right, we'll pick them here tomorrow, Mitzvah Hashem, going back into this machlokas about uh, what constitutes the dwelling. Is it where the place where you eat or the place where you sleep, etc., and explaining the mission. All right, pick them here tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Feel good. Take care. Before Shlaimer, before Shlaimer to everybody. Amen. 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 Amen.